This is a podcast about two sisters raised in an effed up family. My name is Christine. I am Jesse's older sister. I was raised by a gaslighting, manipulative mother who raised me to believe people either rejected you or weren't rejecting you. My father was a crazy, racist, vulgar alcoholic who was in and out of my life. And my name is Jesse. I'm Christine's little sister. I was raised solely by the crazy, racist father who raised me to believe I had to earn or buy someone's love. Hello to all of our family burrito listeners out there whose father borrowed money from them, told you I'm good for it, only to pay half back or sometimes not at all. Welcome to the family burrito. My name is Christine. Jesse and I created this podcast as a way to heal our father never paying us back the money he borrowed woes. What it is, Jesse? Oh, not I'm just sitting here after, you know, going to school and going to gym. Now I'm like, oh, I need to now go to the grocery store. <laughs> uh, which one are you going to? King Supers. Does it rhyme with Roscoe? <laughs> no, actually, no. It's just King Supers today. That's like King- on Kroger. Really? King yeah. Supers. Interesting yeah. name. Interesting name. Yeah, I was actually at Costco last week and I was really excited. I was like, I'm going to talk about this Costco trip. <laughs> I get there right at 10, right when it was about to open. And there was, of course, you know, another snowstorm threatening. And I was super surprised because it wasn't crazy. Oh, I was so excited, Jesse. I got some really good stuff and I was taking my time. Nobody was in my way. And then I get to check out and everything came to a screeching halt. Well, you forgot your money? No. Oh. There was one cashier. Oh. And a That's lot that. of geriatric people. Oh. So... And moms and all that good stuff. But yeah, so I had to wait. And, you know, of course, I had to wait, Jesse. I'm impatient. But no, um, yeah, it was pretty decent Costco trip. I'm very actually surprised. Um, Thank you, Costco, for making my life better, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Costco. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, why am I still here? (laughs) What happens? I just want to know how I end up spending like $600. I'm like, what the (laughs) yeah yeah i um yeah so i feel you on the busyness i am extremely exhausted i don't know if there's a word that's even worse than exhausted Um, i guess maybe dead but i um i'm getting ready for this live streaming event i'm having on march 21st 7 p.m central where i have me myself and i and a panel of mental health experts. And we're going to talk about mental health stigma in the black community. And I'm super excited. We were just going to record video, but you know, someone said the word live stream and I went, yes, let's do it. So I have taught myself how to live stream, Jesse. It's crazy. And by the way, Instagram is a little, you know what, because they don't like to participate in things like that. They're very strict about a lot of things. And I think it's rude. (laughs) they basically yeah they basically give you a link two minutes before you start oh yeah yeah and so anyways but yeah go to my youtube channel if y'all want to check it out um apparently that's where people actually watch like really long videos like because it's probably gonna be about an hour 
um, you know, instead of Facebook, which is, you know, short videos and Instagram short videos, but yeah, so I'm just redirecting everybody to my, um, YouTube, they can go to my Twitter, my Twitter, my Twitter, if they want, but yeah, I'm really excited. Um, I mean, these are some pretty renowned people that are going to be participating and, and spreading the word and helping people so we can normalize mental health, Jesse. Oh, that's awesome. And it's weird that I just listened to that one other podcast about um, how a guy's wife died mm-hmm. at like a really super prestigious hospital. Uh-huh. You know? mm-hmm. And, you know, he was like, in the United States, more women die in childbirth than any other country. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Probably because they hate women. No, probably because... Um... They're scheduling C-sections. That's major surgery. So, Oh, yeah, because they make more money off of C-sections than natural births. No, that might be partly true, but really it's just convenience. Okay. Because, like, the guy had said that they make more money when they yeah. schedule um, a C-section versus natural birth. I don't know. I don't know. I don't work at a hospital. I don't know. And I'm definitely not in the billing department. So, um, <laughs> but if uh, anybody is. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure that it is, um, you know, more expensive and for sure more expensive. And um, but it always just I always got the feeling it was convenience. And, you know, some moms are like, I'm just going to schedule my C-section. Not all moms, but, you know, um, you know, they I'm so scared. I would never have a kid. I'm too scared. Why? I'm like, that's like kudos to everybody that has. Why are you scared to have a kid? Uh, well, one, I'll mess that. I'll probably mess that kid up. <laughs> I'll be like, here's a dirt bike, and then here's martial arts, and then here's all the other things you need to do. To- yeah, <laughs> and you're not even five yet, you know. Like- yeah, this is how you drive in snow. <laughs> yeah, it'll be <laughs> kid will have like a lot of character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, and this is what why you don't wear shoes in a sauna or steam room, whatever it is. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can wear them in a sauna. <laughs> oh you can yeah i mean it, yeah. it's not ideal but just in a steam room because it's wet <sighs> but isn't a sauna wet no a sauna is dry dry sauna okay so let me clarify dry oh, sauna is, dry, is it like right? a vagina like, yeah it's like your mom's vagina Oof. Oh, that harsh. <laughs> that's harsh for a wednesday <laughs> um so yeah like that's a dry sauna you know it's just very dry and then the steam room is more like it has steam that comes out of this this contraption that's built into the wall or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm not an engineer, nor do I build things like that. But, I love you know. <laughs> I love how you're like telling everyone what you what you're not. I like oh, that. I'm Can not we... many things, but I, I'm <laughs> um, But yeah, like that is just one of the things that I've noticed is people in the, in the sauna. It's probably not good either because like, why would you want your feet to get hot? Yeah, I'm already hot anyways, and so I want to. I will go in where the water is cold. Yeah, wherever, where I can go to cold, I'll go to cold. I'll go like some ice bath or whatever. Yeah, I'm just like I mean I, I can get it for a second, but after a while you're gonna get some athlete's feet. You're gonna get some fungus growing. It's gonna get moldy. Like you know, it's like that. Uh, what happens to well, what happened to soldiers' feet when they would be like in the trench yeah. stuff? You know what I mean? Yeah, trench foot. Same thing. It's you know what I mean. Hmm. <laughs> yeah why are why are we back to feet again you know like i I, know. I i had to go throw up last time <laughs> okay. let's let's uh make a roll no more feet talk 
All right. Okay. I can't promise that, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll try. Uh, just so, charge me a dollar. <laughs> so, did Dad ever borrow money from you? Well, yeah. You know, I I feel like before all the shit hit the fan with us, like it was pretty even, even because he helped me pay for college mm-hmm. a little bit here and there, you know, and like that's not cheap. That was like thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like you know he got all salty at the end and mm-hmm. money became more of like a way to be petty yeah so i don't want to say like he borrowed it i was gonna say it was just being a petty asshole mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know or trying to be a petty asshole i should say yeah didn't but, he like open credit cards or something in your name didn't he do something in your yeah, name he tried to take out a, a loan out in my name and then like one one of them got approved i don't know how much he got but um i can't remember like off the top of my head it was like it, it wasn't like tons of money but i was already like broke so i just ended up filing bankruptcy that's so crazy did you ever like confront him about that no because we stopped talking oh i see i see gotcha and i just didn't see a point anymore like um not to sound like a whole horrible person but i pro- i mean I, I, we were kind of going back and forth him and i like yeah tip for tap um, yeah exactly and i'm like are you surprised by anything i'm doing you fucking raised me motherfucker yeah <laughs> like you taught right. me how to be this petty mm-hmm. and then on top of that michael was there and he's super petty you know what yeah. i mean well was so, tom petty there yeah you <laughs> might he might as well have been you know mm-hmm. because, like it was just the petty family like yeah and then um and then the thing is like for michael um he really liked our dad mm. a lot and this is where it really got screwed up because he, dad didn't realize that Michael doesn't take any shit. Like uh-huh. dad's used to people taking a little bit of his shit here and there. Uh-huh. Michael has a zero tolerance policy. It's like if your kid gets in a fight at school, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Like it's zero tolerance. And I think I've mentioned this before about him, like, and dad just wasn't ready for that. And he locked himself in his bedroom and called the cops mm. on Michael mm-hmm. and I. And he told the cops, you know, like I was doing all this legal shit. And um, yeah. And so it basically was like, after that, I, I was like, I can't believe you just like basically were a rat to the cops. Like, I'm your mm-hmm. daughter, dude. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Mm-hmm. So at this point, I'm like thinking dad's lucky I'm not tying him to a chair and lighting him on fire so wow like that's where my head was at yeah right i mean like i i i know it sounds psychotic but i mean i didn't do it <laughs> yeah. I, but I, I was like thinking about it <laughs> yeah i have revenge thoughts too i hear you so um i you know i wasn't the only person involved so michael had his ideas of how to deal with it you mm-hmm. know and do i regret it yeah Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like it happened. So, hashtag, hashtag no regrets. No regrets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, and that's like that's right when you moved to Colorado, right? Yeah, and that's when my dad got petty because he wanted me to refinance his house, and he was like, "Well, if you move to Colorado, they're not going to refinance your house because your residency is in Colorado." And wait, I was like, wait, wait, wait. He was wanting you to refinance his house? What? Yeah, on lock, the one on lock. He wanted me to refinance it. In Under my your name. name? Yeah. 
Okay. He kind of approached me about the same thing. So he said that it wouldn't happen because you were moving to Colorado. Correct. Why is that your problem? That's what I said. Right. So he became, he became petty. And at this point, Michael and I were staying at his house because Michael and I had been roommates already for like four years. Mm -hmm. So Michael and I moved up to Colorado together. And, Mm -hmm. you know, again, Michael and I have known each other since we were 14. So he's basically my family. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, you know, he's a, because you want to kill your family half the time, right? So yeah, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> like he he ended up, um, you know, basically getting salty around that time because he was like, "Well, oh, you got a place to live in Colorado? Well, do 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 do." You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it just it became a whole thing, and then the pettiness started, and Tom Petty came in. And- yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wait, what song was Tom Petty playing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um. I don't know. It's just things that could have been avoided if dad wasn't drunk. I yeah. feel like he definitely wouldn't have been like that if he had just been sober. Yeah. 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 There was a lot of things that were just, yeah, he was so with money and stuff. I don't know. It was so, it was so funny about him because he would like be doing really well. And then I don't know what would happen. And then it was all of a sudden we're like embezzling, you know, remember when he lived in Colorado and he was, he was like stealing checks from his ex-girlfriend's mailbox and taking him to the casino and basically embezzling money from her. And he ended up getting in trouble and they had to go to court and his wages were garnished, but he just always had this weird thing with money. Like, but you know, like I said, you know, I love that human design. Like it said, part of it like is that's part of his design where he goes through adversity and just when people think he'll never like get get over it, you know, never make it through, he does. You know, he's just he's such a mystery though. His angels know? were working hard. God dang, yeah, they have <laughs> They were, you know, because I remember, you know, Dad was a bit intuitive when it oh. came to like the dead. Really? And, yeah, because um, he saw his his he saw his brother Robbie. When he oh, died. that's right. I remember that story. And then also, um, he had a dream when he was really struggling for cash mm-hmm. and grandma Lou sent him a message and basically showed him where some money was, where he could pawn it and make like thousands of dollars. What? What was it that he pawned? Oh gosh. I wish I could remember. I just remember that it happened. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but because he was so excited he was like yeah grandma came to me in dream and i was like oh god she yeah. was still she was still doing her codependent rescuing shit damn but, you know and that's the thing like she came to me in a dream when she died but it was like crazy and like i'll never forget it but basically i asked if heaven, heaven and hell are real and she was like of course <laughs> and then god, she was um, petty in your dream and then i asked her yeah i asked her if uh, she had found uncle robbie yet you know her son mm-hmm. and she said no not yet huh and then what? i was like okay well i'll see you later and then i hung up and i woke up in this deep sweat and like wow it was so crazy oh and like in the dream you remember those old at&t caller ids uh-huh yeah it had like four digits on it i can't remember the numbers oh, but Jesse, why don't you remember those numbers i know because those are really important <sighs> maybe if i get hypnotized because I still, like, I vividly remember that dream. Every time I talk about it, I get goosebumps. 
Mm. Because it was her. She was saying goodbye. Yeah. And that was around the time she died? It was the night she died. Oh, what? Yeah. It was the same night she died. Oh, God. That's crazy. Yeah. That's why I know it was her. (laughs) Well, yeah. And tell the listeners that the dream that you had uh, about grandmother when dad died. Oh, gosh. Okay. So our grandma had an old house in South Fort Worth. And um, we tend to always dream about this house. And all like Christine dreams about this house. I dream about this house. Well, anyway, um, uh, our grandma loved this house, too. Anyway, so I walk into grandma's house and she's in the kitchen and she's like cooking, whatever, has a cigarette in her mouth. I do remember the cigarette too. Like, it's so funny. But anyway, I look over and dad's just sitting on the couch, like looking pissed at me, like, cause mm-hmm. we were fighting, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, he's here. And she was like, yeah, but not for long. And then I woke up. That's so crazy. Yeah. Was that the was that the night he died and you didn't know he was dead, or was that the next night and he you knew who was dead? Um, I feel like it was like it night. was like a couple di- like yeah I feel like it was a couple days yeah yeah because I definitely wasn't dad's priority yeah and grandma probably had to be like that link yeah correct yes and by the way I didn't know like grandma had like custody of you or half custody or shared custody of you. Oh, yeah. Um, she did, actually. And it was really interesting because my my mom knew that would just be better. Well, because yeah. I was looking at this, uh, you know, going through paperwork. And it's funny because the same, I think it's the same judge divorced your mom and dad. And it was the same judge that divorced Shane and me. So I was like, what in the world? And then I saw those... Um, I saw those custody papers and I was like, huh, I did not realize that she, I wonder how that like conversation went with dad and her. Like what, what was that? Like, did they ever talk to you about that? Like the custody part or anything like that? Oh, so, well, I actually read the papers on my end. My, my mom just didn't show up to court. Right. So I, as far as I know, my mom says she did, but I know she didn't. Right. The, the papers say otherwise. So, right. You know what I mean? I still love my mom. Right. You know what but I mean? I mean, like, did grandma and dad ever talk to you about that when you were like older or like stuff like that? No. I mean, <laughs> like, grandma really tried to keep me away from my mom. Like, I didn't talk to my mom for years. Mm-hmm. Like, she would send letters and my grandma would like throw them away. Oh, so that, like, so, so since dad had half and she had half, that was a way to. Because of your mom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my mom basically, like, she won't, she won't admit that she didn't show up to court, right? But she's like, but I just knew that you were better off with Grandma Lou. Because mm. of how, like, her, you know, how she was. Her womanly ways. <laughs> I was going to say her money, but. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Could you, have you ever, like, imagined, what if, what if you actually lived with your mom, like, in Alabama? Like, have you ever thought about that? Like what your life would have been like? I do think about that. And I, you know, no offense to Alabama Mm -hmm. and Georgia, beautiful places, but wow. I, I like, I'm not a Georgia, like, even though I was born in Georgia, I am not a Georgian. Like 
mm-hmm. it's just totally different culture and like totally different yeah. vibes and it's just not where I really belong so yeah. I thought I would feel really out of place the entire time if I was being raised by her yeah yeah and that's the way with um Shane he was born in New Jersey and he's like uh I wasn't born in Texas but I got here as fast as I could yeah and like I basically say I got to go back to Colorado as quick as I could because yeah you know dad moved us here and he was like hey look at this wonderful beautiful state and fall in love and let me tear you away from it and take you back to Texas and And we're gonna write and we're gonna write a hot check for pizza oh gosh yeah oh man I wonder how much he owes Pizza Hut and a gas station. He'd write hot checks for gas stations. No wonder gas stations don't take checks anymore. Well, you don't remember, like, back in the day where you could pump your gas before paying for it? Oh, my God, yeah. And what are they called when you steal the gas? Oh, siphon? Uh, no, it's like, maybe I'm thinking Dine and Dash. Maybe oh. I don't know. The, I just know, like, siphon and, like, that's the Georgia credit card. The Georgia credit card. Yeah, when you siphon gas out of somebody's car, it's like, it's called the Georgia credit card. You're using your Georgia credit card. What? So where did you hear that at? I've never heard that. Oh, I don't know. Somewhere in the South somewhere. And I was like, that sounds good. Because Georgia's like, you know, pretty, like the whole state's pretty hood. Is it? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. There's some beautiful parts. I really want to go. There are really pretty parts. I just feel like, like, you know, the hills. Of Georgia, you know, like the hillbillies that uh-huh. live in Georgia. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's just things like that. It's just kind of interesting because it's you just say totally the hood, you're talking about the white hood. Yeah, yeah, the white hood. Like, okay, yeah. the white. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's all different places, like all different types of places in Georgia, obviously. But man, it's like my cousin Brittany, for example, she was raised there, mm-hmm. and people can't understand what she's saying half the time because she's her 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 white hood hick accent so bad yeah it's well that and they just like she talks so fast and Mm. man it's a lot and she always has like pictures of herself on facebook with her gun like Uh, always strapped so i'm like oh my gosh Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) i guess i'm just too preppy I don't know, girl. You were talking about freaking having uh, again one of our episodes and Russian women with their throat slit. I'm not gonna <laughs> post it on Facebook. Say, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm gonna just be strapped. <laughs> yeah, I and I'll just take a strap on. I mean, that's, I'm good with that. Yeah. Okay. Before we wa- wrap up, tell me something crazy in the news I should know about that I because you don't watch the news and I people tell me the news. And I'm like, what? Tell me something in the news that's going on I should know. Oh, there's so much. So you just want one thing? Okay, tell me a few. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, where do I start? Okay. Basically, we're not going to, we're going to stay in daylight savings time. What? Next year. What? Or this year. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we are no longer going to change our time. What? Yeah. Is that official? Official? I'm pretty sure it's official. I mean, let me. You know what? I've I've just seen like articles. So let mm-hmm. me just say I have not read these articles. I have just seen them in passing because I've been busy. Okay, but, so you haven't fact checked. So I haven't fact checked that, but I'm pretty sure like that's a thing because people are bitching about it. Uh huh. Like farmers. 
We haven't been missing for decades, centuries. Yeah, but again, I yeah, I did not read. So disclaimer: did not read the article on that one. (laughs) Okay, what about some news you actually know? Have read. Um, okay, I just thought that was importante. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, well, you know, China is definitely backing up Russia. Really? Oh yeah, because they want to create like a world war three type of vibe you know what i mean mm-hmm. like that's <laughs> russia and china's goal so is that is that an insta is that an insta hashtag like your wednesday vibes <laughs> <laughs> it right should I, it should be <laughs> yeah uh, i wonder what their hashtag is but yeah um i guess that i mean we all know like the ukrainians president mm-hmm. um that's i guess the third piece of news like he's never going to back down and like this is if Putin doesn't stop what he's doing or like back off in some kind of way yeah I'm scared like I'm scared of the nuclear warfare at this point because he's a crazy well this is the thing he's been ranting and raving about politics I mean and history not Mm -hmm. just politics but history and it seems like he really wants to be a part of like history you know what I mean Mm -hmm. And he doesn't even care if he takes out the whole world doing it. I really do think that way. And they also, people that work close to him say he's also kind of dementia-ridden. And, I mean, the dude, like, was um, in the KGB. You know what I mean? I wouldn't put it past him in a millisecond. And the Russian planes have been flying over here. And Nancy Pelosi can't explain anything either like she never makes any sense. Wait, the Russian planes are flying over America? Well, talking to the deep, like talking to the government, our government, like we have g- Russian officials flying here because they're like, well, there's no oh. flight. I thought you were talking get- like like re- Russian warplanes. I'm like, oh no, God well, dang, I've really missed a lot. <laughs> no, no, they're just talking to the United States government, and Pelosi's like trying to explain well how they're you know what they're doing and why they're talking to them and everything else like that, and it's just she doesn't make any sense in her press conferences and that's all i really got to say like we got we, we got to like make an age limit yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like yeah like a well, cognitive yeah. test so there were oh my god i died because i think it was a few months ago <laughs> you know i don't watch politics of course but i guess nancy pelosi you know she's what's from san francisco or she something of a san francisco i don't know she does some politics there but she was doing her you know, vote for me and what she's going to do for the, you know, people of San Francisco. And it was just so, um, just so odd. It was just so odd. It felt like an episode of Sesame Street, just the way she was talking. And someone (laughs) took her video and put the full house intro behind her. (laughs) So it was like moving and it was playing that music and like she's talking like Sesame Street street style. Yeah. So funny. I was laughing so hard. Yeah. (sighs) That's like basically what we have to do with these silly goobers that we have elected, you know, just laugh at them. But at this point, that's all I would really be concerned about in the news is, um, like we're, I feel like we're kind of in this era of the Cuban Missile Crisis, mm. in a Cold War Iron Curtain kind of thing. 
Well, you know, it's just so funny how COVID's going away and now we're at war. Nothing's an accident, Jesse. Well, that's all I know, sweethearts. I love you. You have a great rest of the week. I love you too. Talk to you later. Bye.